Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. The Spotlight focuses on highlighting stars, greats, and game changers. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, so please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. Today's Spotlight interview is with Maria Ibrahim, the queen of eating clean. But first, some news. With over 2 million downloads on my weekly talk shows, our audience is loving our guest interviews, and I just want to say thanks a million. Actually, thanks 2 million. And I am now on television with the Tony D'Urso TV show. And you can also catch all my shows, including TV, by getting the app at TonyDurso.com slash mobile. All right. Today we set the stage for the spotlight to chat with Maria Ibrahim, the queen of eating clean. Now, she's a finalist for Inc. Magazine's Newpreneur of the Year 2010. She's the winner of the Disney iParenting Award and the world's best technology gold prize. She's also the recipient of the 2013 Women Making a Difference Award. And she's also known as the Fit Foodie and the founder and CEO of Grow Green Industries. Now, they create patented plant-based organic and kosher solutions that are formulated to enhance food safety practices and extend produce shelf life under the brands Eat Cleaner, Eat Safe, and Eat Fresh. Let's find out more about this. Here we go. Welcome to the Spotlight, Maria. Thank you so much, Tony. It's great to be here with you. And thank you again. The pleasure and the honor is mine. So happy to meet you. And I do appreciate you taking the time from your award-winning kitchen to join us today on the Spotlight. This is going to be great because who doesn't like to talk about food? Absolutely. That's uh, definitely one of my favorite subjects. Let's get into this a little bit more. You're talking to an Italian also who loves to eat. I'm not a chef. I can cook a couple things and probably maybe a silly question, but what made you get into not just being a chef, but you got into eating cleaner and you created these incredible lines. How did that all happen? Well, you know, it's interesting because when you grow up in the food industry and in a kitchen, you learn that food safety is one of the most important things that you need to control in addition to, of course, beautiful, delicious food. So when I started talking to my father, who's an environmental scientist about it, he commented that he really felt that the home chef really didn't have too much knowledge, and rightfully so, because there's no formal training required on food safety and, and smart food handling practices. And I, I kind of parked that in the back of my mind and thought, you know, I'm not really sure what I would do about that, but that's something to think about for sure. Fast forward to, you know, about, let's see, it was about almost 13 years ago now because my son was almost born. My dad was diagnosed with cancer. He had bladder and prostate cancer. And at that time, he was told to avoid raw produce, especially leafy greens, because they're num- the number one cause of foodborne illness. And when you are immune compromised, like my dad became, you know, he had to have his bladder removed and use as a catheter every day. Uh, we really needed to 
pay more attention and be careful for anything that might risk his health. So when we found that out, you know, my dad's favorite food in the world is salads. He's a big salad eater. He has to have a salad at least once a day. He usually has has them twice a day. We thought, this is not going to fly. We're going to need to create a way for him to feel safer and more assured when he eats a salad that it's not going to make him sick. So after he recovered, we started working together on a solution that would not only reduce your risk of foodborne illness by removing pesticide residue, bacteria, and the wax that you know, is often used to coat our produce, we wanted to make sure that your produce would last longer because food waste is a big problem too. So together we spent uh, almost two and a half years developing the Eat Cleaner formula. We proved it in five different independent labs. We patented it. And now Eat Cleaner is the only, the world, uh, we can say the world's only product line that's lab proven and patented to remove up to 99.99% of the bacteria, pesticide residue, and wax that can, you know, cake up on your fresh produce that can't be removed by water alone and also helps your produce last up to five times longer. So it really is a great answer for the home chef to enhance their food safety practices and keep their food out of the garbage and help, you know, save money. That is quite incredible. And, you know, I buy organic food. We're probably 99% organic food at our house. And we have our, our way and our system for preparing it because organic foods, produce and vegetables especially, does not last very long. And I'd like to know, what is it that you do that is so much more different. You, you have it patented, and I believe some of your items are trademarked as well. Let's go into what makes it so much different and healthier and cleaner and so forth. Sure. Well, you know, and everybody is trying to do the right thing and eat better. And certainly, you know, certified organic products mean that they have passed a certain hurdle. Um, but it doesn't mean that there aren't waxes used and it doesn't mean that there aren't pesticides used and it doesn't mean that there couldn't be bacteria present. So I want our listeners today to really understand that. Certified organic means that only approved pesticides are used and that certain measures are taken to, for example, not use water that may um, be contaminated and are a certain distance from a non-organic farm and, and, and. But it certainly doesn't mean that it's 100%, you know, I guess the word could be safe. And with that, you know, whether you're buying organic or you're buying conventionally raised produce, you still need to really think about how many hands have come into contact with it. You know, we are witnessing right now, we're in the middle of an outbreak. It's a salmonella outbreak uh, related to cut melons. We just saw one of the largest outbreaks in U.S. history with chopped romaine lettuce being contaminated uh, with E. coli, and that was the second one of the year. So, you know, this is not something that has come and gone and isn't coming back. It's recurring. So you have to think if there was a foolproof way that, you know, industry could wash and, and bacteria and pesticides and all that could be a thing of the past, then they would certainly do that, right? Well, that's not the case. They're not required 
to check for certain pathogens. They're not required to use a kill step. So I guess all I'm trying to say is by the time you get produce into your hands, you really have a choice. You have to either trust that the produce that has been pre-washed or pre-packaged has uh, enough safeguards implemented that your produce is going to be safe, or you can take measures to take that into your own hands. And we really wanted to create a solution for the home chef to be able to protect their plate and not feel like a casual rinse with just water, which, by the way, we don't clean anything with just water. We don't wash our hands with just water. We don't clean our plates with just water. We don't take showers with just water. So why would we think that the produce that's waxed and, you know, uh, fertilized and potentially has manure contacting it and 30 to 40 different sets of hands and contact points is clean by just giving it a rinse with water? That says it all right there. Well, most people don't even drink the water that comes out of their tap, right? I mean, now we know so much more even just about water itself. And while it may be, you know, maybe nine times out of 10, we, we, we get by and, and everything is okay. The truth is anybody can get sick from foodborne illness, the healthiest person to the immune compromised, to children, to the elderly and everybody in between. So if you can take a step to mitigate your risk, maybe it's not a hundred percent, but it sure as heck is much more effective than water alone. Absolutely agree on that. I think the only time that most of us drink water is at the restaurants because, you know, they'll serve water and we'll drink it. But, you know, if you ask most of the time, it's just tap water and it's something you wouldn't do that at home. So why do you do that at a restaurant? Yeah. And, and, you know, water alone is not a cleaning agent. You know, it never has been, it never will be. Um, And you have to really understand that the the way our produce industry looks today is very different than it looked, you know, maybe when our parents were growing up. You know, the use of waxes, which are often petroleum-based, um, have fungicides and additives added into the wax to stabilize them. And the wax traps pesticide residue and bacteria and other things under the surface. So if a product is not being washed before it's being waxed, guess what? There's no amount of water, even hot water, that you could use to re- remove that. Right. That's just something to really, like, let that marinate. <laughs> Maria, what I really like about this is, you know, one of the common methods out there to handle produce, you know, with this issue is to peel it. For example, I peel my apples. However, all the nutrients that are in that skin go away. You know, we peel our potatoes, all the nutrients that are in that skin you're throwing away all this great stuff. What I love about what you have is that we can still eat our peel, but thoroughly clean it, detox it. Let's just say what it is, 99.99%. That is quite effective. And I think we'll get a lot healthier with something like this because we're cleaning it instead of just discarding it. That's right. You know, most of the fiber and the nutrients are in the skin. Um, we had a campaign recently called Save the Peel, and we were encouraging people to eat the peel 
even the peel of a banana, which can carry a lot of nutrient benefit and a lot of fiber and is, you know, by volume, most of the banana. Um, and we have a great little download that we can share with your listeners that has recipes and ways to use the peel creatively. But if you clean the surface, you are, in, you know, generally speaking, removing the vast majority of the pesticide residue. In farming practices, um, most of the active pesticide has dissipated by the time you get it home uh, and on your plate. But any residual is probably sitting on the surface. That's where you're going to find the majority. You know, we did some studies with two different independent uh, pesticide testing labs, and we found that even with strawberries, when we washed strawberries with Eat Cleaner, we were able to remove 98% of the pesticide residue of the total strawberry. So it actually has the ability to pull out what's in the interior of the produce as well as what's on the outside with yeah. something that's that porous. And we all know strawberries is probably the number one most pesticide-filled, if that's the correct grammar, most, most full of pesticides of just about any fruit because of all its little surfaces and stuff just gets right in there very much. That's right. Yes. It's the number, you know, according to the latest research that we're seeing, um, it is the most pesticide sprayed produce crop. Um, but the truth is that less than 10% of all of the produce that we have uh, in the United States is certified organic. It's a very small percentage. So whether or not you're buying organic, it's just really important to know that you can clean of the vast majority of the pesticide residue with a product like eCleaner. This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, the chat continues with Maria Ibrahim, the queen of eating clean. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. As you heard, I'm on television with the Tony D'Urso TV show. Check it out at TonyDurso.com slash Tony TV. I'd love to hear how you like it. And if you want to get some shout outs or get interviewed by me on TV, fill out the form at TonyDurso.com slash Tony TV. Today's show is with Maria Ibrahim, the queen of eating clean. As a nationally recognized expert on food safety and eating clean, she's been a featured speaker for the Network for a Healthy California, the Los Angeles Green Festival, the California School Nutrition Association, and the California Fit Expo. All right, and now back to the chat with Maria. And Maria, can we get this? Is all the information here on this site, eatcleaner.com, because that's what I'm looking at right now. And it seems to have all these solutions on the wash and wipes, soak and store, and so forth. Yes, yes. You can find our full line at eatcleaner.com. And, you know, we've, we really created the product line to be very easy to use, um, very cost effective. You know, to me, uh, investing in your health is priceless, but it's something that everybody can afford. And I would really encourage people to take a look at our newest product, which is a powder wash. One packet of powder can clean up to 30 pounds of produce. So if you're doing meal prep, where you're buying your produce and getting meals prepped for the week, this is a fantastic way to wash and get shelf life out of your produce up to five times longer with just one little packet. I like that. And now I'm going to uh, segue into another area, Maria. You've won a number of awards as an entrepreneur, as a parent, as a woman, and for technology. That is an amazing array. I'd love to find out more. And perhaps you could tell us, let's start with where you were the newpreneur of the year 2010. Sure. Well, you know, I think the story that a lot of people don't get to hear is kind of the real dish story from entrepreneurs where when you start and sometimes you just have no idea where to go from there. And I'm going to be honest, even though I grew up in the food industry and I have a background in all aspects of food, I was very, very naive. I had a good idea. I had a good you know, I guess intention for the product line, but I had no idea the amount of effort and work it would require. Um, so when I was selected by Inc. Magazine as one of their new entrepreneurs of the year, I was very, very excited and certainly very honored. Um, and I competed against 10, well, it was a total of 10 of us. And I won 
the regional competition, and then I got to compete with everybody that was selected from all regions of the country. And uh, while I wasn't, while I didn't win the the grand championship, um, I think what it really did was it affirmed to me that there's a need. Um, while whenever you're pioneering something new, you know they always say that pioneers get the arrows in their back. But when you believe in a concept and when you've done your due diligence and when you see what it can do, I don't see how there's any way to turn back. You know, this has been my baby for eight years now, and I will always champion clean, healthy eating. I think it's the answer for so many of the issues that we're facing right now as a society from depression to ADHD to families being, you know, not feeling as connected as they used to be. I mean, good food can be the answer to so many different issues. And, you know, I just, I feel like being in that place where we do have to, you know, we have, we have a message to get out there and we have a product to pioneer and to continue to to champion is not always easy, but Whenever I hear a story from a customer or somebody that, you know, tags us on social media and says, look at what your product did. And, you know, I just can't live without it. I mean, that to me is everything. Uh, and that's that's the real win that we, we get to experience every day. Totally agree on that. And Maria, as an entrepreneur and as a very successful business person and successful businesswoman and so forth, what advice would you give for those that want to start with their own line of products that have something that they they feel very convinced about, that they're passionate about, and as you are an inspiration to them, what would you say to those people that want to move up into the world as an entrepreneur, solopreneur, and so forth? Well, I think first and foremost, do you really have a passion for it? Because you know, it might seem super glamorous and exciting. And, you know, we we're on HSN and we're on Amazon and we're in retail stores, but it's a lot of work. So are you committed to doing the work? Um, second, is it something that is unique in the market? Is it differentiated? You know, really do your homework. I think social media and the internet really allow us to go out there and do our due diligence. Um, see if there are other competitive products in the space. See how they market themselves, what their packaging looks like. And if you have a product or an idea that is truly differentiated, you know, how do you position that in a way that's understandable for your target audience, which kind of segues to, you know, who, who is your tribe? You know, who are the people that you want to reach? And, um, I have a mentor by the name of Shalene Johnson, and she walked us through an exercise where we really got to kind of almost create, you know, this image of what our target audience looks like. So we could relate to them. We could be them and, you know, what are their interests and how do they, get their information and, and what are their triggers and do they have children and are they active and all of those things that really create that archetype of what your target audience looks like. And um, whenever you create something, you create it for them. And social media just makes it that much more easy to be able to reach them. Um, so use it. Use those free vehicles to be able to get your message across and I always feel like, you know, in the beginning, I'll say I always was a little bit leery of the word selling my product. I never really I'm not a salesperson, but if you shift the paradigm a little bit and instead of 
seeing yourself as selling your product, being convicted of a mission that you have. What is your mission? You know, and um, I think serving others with your product, your, your idea is a really great strategy because it takes the selling away and it makes it more of a sharing your passion, sharing why you think the solution will help others. So I, I truly have dedicated my life and my career to being of service to others, helping families eat better, to be safer, to take care of their health. I've seen how health can destroy a family um, and how if we take small steps, we can make a huge impact. You know, it really doesn't matter where you're from or what your background is or even, you know, what your economic condition is. You can make small changes and small steps do make a huge difference. I think one of the biggest messages here that you've just given us now, I've interviewed hundreds of successful people. And the one thing that you've made very clear here is to having that passion that carries you through because it is a lot of hard work. We can all go up on stage and say, hey, I did this, I did this, I did this. But it wasn't overnight. It was step-by-step hard work. And it's that passion that gets you through. And I really like that message. So to our Spotlight audience, if you have a career and you want to hack your career, so to speak, and do something nights and weekends, or you've got a great product, I know so many people. I think without even thinking, I've met at least a thousand people in the past decade or so that have told me they have a great product. Most of them have not taken it to market because you got to have that passion and be willing to do that work. If you're willing to do that work, then success is yours absolutely no matter what. And I think that's a great message out of what you've just said there. So very good. Thank you. Thank you. And on that point also, Maria, we're talking about successful business, being a good entrepreneur, getting out there. We, you know, make sure we include our branding, marketing, and everything else that, you know, that is very, very successful. You no doubt, you've done so much. You have such a list of accomplishments. And you may have talked about some of these, but I'd like to see if we could distill it a little bit into some of the key things that perhaps gets overlooked, you know, that you think are vital, just as you were saying, that passion to get you through. So I just like to see if there's anything else there that is on a, a must-do list to achieve that, that kind of success and accomplishments. Yeah, I mean, so kind of doing your background homework and, and making sure that what you're launching is unique and differentiated. And also, one thing I forgot to say is ownable. You know, is there a story that is personal to you? You know, my, my story is my dad. He was my catalyst. He was my motivation. Uh, my dad is my rock. You know, he's, he's my confidant. He's my best friend. And, you know, I, I was so impassioned by what was happening to him that I knew we had to do it. And, you know, I started my company as a single mom. Um, I had just gone through kind of a, a not so great divorce and I was a single mom of a son who was a year old and a daughter who was five. So very young children. I left a six figure paying job with stock options and, um, I really, I, I just had a higher calling, I guess you could say. So, you know, is it, 
what is your situation? Some people might think that that's just straight up crazy. Why would you do that? But, you know, do you have the funding to be able to make this work and get off the ground? And when I said I was a little naive, that's what I was referring to. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of being super transparent right now, but you know, money is you need to be realistic with what you can accomplish with the funding that you have. And if you don't have it personally, friends and family is always the best way to go initially to try and raise money to help get you off the ground. And I think, you know, putting together a a realistic budget and not feeling shy or embarrassed to reach out to people in the industry that can help you craft that because there are a lot of expenses that you may not even dream of that will be very important for you to look into and plan for. You know, you may have enough money to get off the ground, but do you have enough money to sustain it and keep your product or your message or your service out there long enough to realize revenue from that? So that's another thing that I would definitely... This is the Spotlight with Tony Tierso. Just ahead... We're going to find out more from Maria Ibrahim, the queen of eating clean. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You heard that a majority of businesses fail. Don't be a statistic. Get my book free, The Vision Map. Beat the odds for your business success. Get it free at TonyDurso.com slash vision. And set up your own successful vision map. TonyDurso.com slash vision. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. Today's show is with Maria Ibrahim, the queen of eating clean. 
Her goal is to help families come to the table to enjoy cleaner, safer meals. She is one of the signature Daniel Plan chefs and created the meal plans for the New York Times bestseller written by Dr. Rick Warren, Dr. Mark Hyman, and Dr. Daniel Amen. She's a featured chef on the Emmy-nominated show Recipe Rehab and is a fit lifestyle expert for eHow.com, LifeStrong.com, and San Diego Channel 6 News. All right, back to the chat with Maria. I could write a book on this. I might write a book on this, by the way. I'm just saying. Oh, no. Um, You are going to write a book on this. (laughs) (laughs) I think I could help a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, that are just getting started avoid disaster just by all the mistakes that I've made along the way. You know, I think all of those things are very important. I think also, you know, we are in a digital age. One of the first things that I did is after we you know, said, okay, Eat Cleaner is going to be our brand name. We went and trademarked it. So is that name something that you can trademark? Because that becomes an asset um, for your company and something that is the property of your brand, which is very important. Um, We also patented it. So you have to decide, is your product patentable? Not all products are patentable. You can't patent a recipe, for example, but you can patent a process. And you can patent something that is uniquely engineered, for example. So find out if your product is patentable and determine if that's something that you want to do because that becomes intellectual property for your brand and has value to it. And then I also went and bought the URL right away. You know, having a solid URL that has value to it and buying all of the URLs that could even be associated is something that I would highly recommend. And, you know, eight years or nine, actually 10 years ago, I think we bought the URL. It was a whole lot easier to find URLs available. Now it's super, super difficult and limited. Um, So, you know, try and uh, determine if that URL is available or something that's close because that becomes your address. More than anything else, that becomes your address and your destination. And you need to make it easy for people to find without a lot of, you know, weird spelling or long URLs or punctuation that they can't replicate or wouldn't think of intuitively. And then go get that Facebook, that Instagram, that Pinterest, that Twitter, you know, that is how business is running for startups and everybody else on the planet. Um, And I hear sometimes people say, well, I'm not really good at technology or I don't really understand social media. If you don't get it, you better go find somebody that does because business does not run without it these days. I would say, You know, you're really missing the boat if you're not leveraging the free marketing vehicles that we have out there, which is social media. And, uh, you know, get your friends and family on board. Like I said, I was a little shy in the beginning because I kind of felt like I was peddling my products or selling. And then when I started really just sharing my passion and sharing my story and sharing why I thought it was important, I was surprised at how many people wanted to support us. The people around you that love you want to support you. And if you're genuine rather than salesy or pushy, I think you'll find that sharing that information just becomes a lot more organic, forgive the pun, but it just becomes a lot more fluid. Um, And, you know, people want to get behind something that matters. Have a social mission. 
You know, I think that's something that now more than ever, millennials and, you know, my daughter is 17. And when there's a social mission behind something, it just, I believe, especially if it's, it's got to be genuine, but it, it makes people lean in and more people will want to get behind what you're doing when you are benefiting others. Those are all such great points. And to the spotlight audience, replay this back and mark that down. There's like 20 takeaways here that will help speed you up to success. Learn from those that have been there and great points. Thank you so much for sharing that. Absolutely love it. And by the way, if I'm counting right, this is, I think, the sixth year in a row that you've launched your top eight healthy food trends. I'd like to know more about that and perhaps some of your predictions for for the next year. Yeah, so trend spotting is something that I'm truly fascinated with. I'm I'm a bit of a, a trend geek, <laughs> I guess you could say. And I I'm really intrigued by how things tip, you know, um, if you've ever read Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point, a lot of that is propelled just by consumer use, you know, and there are more influencers out there influencing the face of food than ever. You know, who would have ever thought avocado toast would be the phenomenon it is today? I mean, sales of avocados have skyrocketed. I don't know what the actual number is, but I can certainly tell you that the demand for avocados <laughs> is absolutely insane. Um, and in some places, people will pay 16 to $18 for avocado toast. I know this because I've seen it on menus. So where the heck does this come from? Well, a lot of it is propelled by social media, by these influencers that I'm talking about that have large followings that when they say something or they promote something, all of a sudden you see people lining up. Um, maybe not so healthy of a craze, but remember the cronuts? No, cronuts, cronuts. No, the croissant, croissant donut phenomenon. Um, a pastry chef in New York decided to create a donut out of croissant dough. I mean, they are insane. They look amazing. I've never actually had one, but uh, they look insanely delicious. And there was a blogger that wrote about it. And all of a sudden, the next day, there was a line out the door. So, you know, trends are fascinating to me. And I've written about all kinds of trends from, you know, crickets um, and, and that being the next alternative protein to kohlrabi, which is a, a produce item that maybe you've never heard about, but it's one of the most nutrient-dense produce items on the planet, and it can be eaten raw or cooked and has so much benefit to it. Um, I think this year, and I would encourage everybody to, to download the predictions for 2018 and see if some of the predictions that I have come true, but we're seeing really interesting um, a really interesting push towards functional wellness and that functional being something that has multifunctional benefit. It was really kind of cool, but one of the big magazines called my, my trend, um, my Swiss army knife analogy as the buzzword of the year talking about food trends, but it's not enough that, for example, a bread or a milk is just 
rich in vitamin D or high in fiber, it's got to have four or five different benefits or it's just boring. You know, if it's not serving you in a lot of different ways, then people are going to go and find the product that is. So that was one of the big, big trends that I had forecasted for 2018 and beyond is you're going to see products that offer a multitude of benefits that you wouldn't even imagine that that particular product would carry. Where can we download this? You can get our trend report on our website at eatcleaner.com. It's in our blog section, and we have a lot of great content on our website in our blog section, but you'll find our trend reports for the last six years there as well. And we can share that direct link with you so you can post that for your followers too. That'd be very good. All right. We'll get the trends there at the blog and read that. That's very, very interesting. Some of these items I've heard, some I haven't. Avocado toast. That sounds very interesting. Now, I do love to have avocado in my salads, and I do eat a salad just about every day. But avocado toast, now I got to check that out too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think what we're going to see is, you know, now that we've People want convenience. There's no question. But we're seeing a lot of foodborne illness outbreaks associated with convenience, too. So I think what we're, you know, and I I haven't even revealed my trends for 2019 yet. So I'm giving everybody a little peek under the tent right now. But I think what we're going to see in 2019 is this a just very simple approach to making food convenient at home. So, you know, kind of the whole meal prep strategy that you're starting to see people really kind of catch on. I think that's going to be, that is going to be the wave of the future. People aren't going to really care necessarily about just recipes. You know, recipes will always have a place, but I think people are going to be a lot more strategic with how they prep their food so that it's convenient and it's ready to eat. Maria, if I don't have you back on again this year, I'm definitely going to have you back on next year. And we're going to revisit this interview and take a look at your trends and see what's come true or not on that. Good, good. Awesome. Great. And now I want to make sure I cover books. You've written a number of books and I'd like to know about your latest book and also make sure that we know where to get it. Sure. I'm super excited about my book. It's coming out next year. Um, it's with St. Martin's Press and it's called The Real Dish and it's all, it's a, it's a real, it's kind of, I like to think my, the, the tone in the book is just, you know, it's your girlfriend, your gal pal talking to you and just giving it straight up. Um, but in a friendly manner, you know, I, I dispel some of the myths around food and what healthy really means and I guide people through a taste bud reset. And what that means is, you know, most people grow up eating certain foods because of their parents, right? They're conditioned to eat what their parents eat. And if your parents have certain food uh, issues or don't eat a certain way or haven't exposed you to a variety of different foods, you know, the truth is your taste buds can be stunted, just like your growth can be stunted and your palate can be really limited. And what I do in the book is is guide you through a taste bud reset so that you are eating foods maybe that you um, and flavors that are unfamiliar but when you do that and you follow a certain pattern it expands your taste buds so dramatically and what it does is it helps you 
avoid the cravings of sugar, salt, and the other foods that can really sabotage your your diet. Um, so this is the road to health is by retraining your taste buds. And I always say the tongue is the most powerful muscle in your body. It's not your biceps. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, Maria shares more insights and her contact info. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight. As you heard, I'm on television with the Tony D'Urso TV show. Check it out at TonyDurso.com slash Tony TV. I'd love to hear how you like it. And if you want to get some shout outs or get interviewed by me on TV, fill out the form at TonyDurso.com slash Tony TV. Today's show is with Maria Ibrahim, the queen of eating clean. Her book, The Clean Eating Handbook, was released in May 2013 and is touted as the go-to guide for anyone looking to eat cleaner and get leaner. Her column, The Fit Foodie, appears in Edible Orange County Magazine. And now, back to the chat. Maria, if I get this right, if we get into a rut and we find our food boring, we can reset those taste buds and and like re-explore food again and, and the excitement that food gives us? Absolutely. You know, what 
most people get into a rut. You know, they kind of just steer in one direction and oftentimes our food is really bland or it's just really safe. And when you start to expand your palate, you start to embrace cuisine from all over the world. And what you'll find in the book is there's over 70 recipes and there's quite a global influence from the Middle East to Southern Mediterranean, Italian, Greek, Turkish influence. There's Asian influence. There's African influence. I mean, it really runs the gamut of, um, of global influence. And that's where food gets really exciting because I think that food should be empowering. It should be something delicious that you want to share. And I want people to get out of the stigma. I'm going to call it a stigma that the word healthy means. Healthy does not mean bland or boring or not delicious. Healthy just means nutritious. So I want people to just shift how they think of even the word and we redefine it in the book and help you really embrace your, your vitality and your vibrance. And food is just, I, I've seen it. I've been transformed with it. I actually had a pretty severe eating disorder and got pretty sick and was hospitalized from not eating. And I saw what it can do to your body. I was under, this is really hard for me to say, but I'm, I'm a petite person. I'm five feet tall, but I had gotten down to 85 pounds. Um, I was losing hair in clumps. Oh I couldn't goodness. focus. I was having panic attacks. Um, I couldn't function. And when I realized I had a problem, I knew that I had to get smart about nutrition in order to save my life. And I rejected the help of other people. You know, people saw me losing weight and getting really thin. And, you know, I just got really defensive and really I'd snap back and yell at my family and yell at my friends. And when I was hospitalized, I really knew that there was a problem. So, you know, I, I can emphasize with people who are confused and who have food disorders, whether it's overeating or undereating or, you know, I think we have a lot of dysmorphia these days. People see themselves in certain ways and it's just, it's not reality. People use food as a crutch. They use it as penance. Um, all kinds of things that we're seeing that are really sad. And my hope is that this book just really helps to set the record straight on how food can be your, your life force, your, you know, your vitality, your vibrance, your ability to connect with people, your culture, and your, you know, just to help you thrive. Um, and I always love to quote Julia Child. She was one of the biggest influences in my culinary career. And she said, it's, it's not always about the food. I mean, the food's important, but it's also about the people that you eat with and the people you share it with. So this book is really about bringing people into the kitchen with you to eat together, to make the table something, a place where people can unify and unite again together. Um, and I know that with my kids, you know, being a single mom, I've raised my kids alone. Um, my daughter is 17 now. She's, you know, I've raised her by myself since I was, you know, since she was four and a half years old. Um, she's grown up in the kitchen and mealtime is sacred for us. Um, and, and I think it's, it's the place where I can keep a finger on the pulse of my two kids as they are, you know, both teenagers now. Um, and, and we can do that together, even if it's, you know, not a fancy meal, it doesn't have to be elaborate. It's just, it's an opportunity to share and talk. Very good, Maria. 
That's a great mission statement, a great purpose. Really appreciate you sharing that with us in the audience. And we look forward to that book. There's so much good stuff in there. This is going to be great. Can't wait for it. Thank you. I want, I want this book to be the handbook that people turn to for everything. You know, not just, oh, I'm going to pull out a couple recipes because they're good. This is really a handbook for teaching people how to eat. I always say you can, I can teach you how to cook, but I really want to teach you how to eat. And there's a big difference because cooking is technical. Learning how to eat is about your performance and your, your ability to thrive. And so that's, that's the paradigm shift for me in this book. Maria, great points there. And one thing I noticed is that you've successfully launched a range of eco-food safety solutions, and it's a new dental cleaner for mouth guards called Guard Clean. And I'm looking at your whole array of products. I'm wondering, and I'm looking, what can we expect next out of you? <laughs> that's a great question. Um, it's always about, like, what do we want to do next? And I think that you know, I think that what I want people to associate eat cleaner with is everything that comes into contact with your food, your hands, your utensils, your mouth should be clean. Um, so there may be products associated with that that come out in the future. I, I can't really reveal exactly just yet, um, but it's all about safety for what you take into your body. Very, very Does that good. Make sense? And, and <laughs> the more the more we get into this and the more we look at things such as the E. coli outbreak and problems with the water out there and so many other things, we do need to be more aware of what we put into our body. And very, very good. I, I can totally see more good things coming out of you. And before we go, I want to make sure that we know if someone in the audience wants to get a hold of you. Can they go to eatcleaner.com and reach you there if, if they have something to say? Yep, definitely. We have uh, a contact us section on our website, and we are happy to answer questions. Um, I've had customers call us here in the office where I've answered the phone, and they're always a little shocked that they are talking to me, but I get a kick out of it. So if you have a question or you'd like to say hi, give us a call. Very, very good. That's eatcleaner.com. Maria, you had a special link or something for our audience, for the Spotlight audience? Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to offer everybody 15% off everything on our website at eatcleaner.com. And the code that you can use is TONY15. And you just enter that discount code when you check out. Okay, great. We'll put that in the show notes too. So there you go, the Spotlight audience, TONY, that's T-O-N-Y. The number one, the number five, Tony15 is your coupon code for eatcleaner.com. Get 15% off of any of these great products in terms of washing your food, cleaning your food, and some of these other products that we've mentioned. Maria, thank you so much. Very informative. You've educated us so much. You know, I thought I knew about food. I thought I knew about cleanliness and safety and all that, but this conversation has taken me to a higher level of more responsibility, more res more understanding for what I'm putting in the body. And I think that's going to make a big difference for myself as well as the audience. I want to thank you so much. 
Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. I mean, the more people we can reach, the better. It's just, it's people like you who are championing health and innovation that really make a difference. So thank you. Well, very, very good. All right. Such an amazing interview with Maria Ibrahim, the queen of eating clean. Just love this. And I want to thank you so much. And again, to our Spotlight audience, thank you for listening. It's our honor to have you with us. So please keep your focus on success. And we'll see you next on the Spotlight. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend. <laughs>